On episode 381 of Nintendo Switchcraft, my first impressions of the SN30 Pro Plus is Genshin Impact, a ripoff of Breath of the Wild. Cadence of Hyrule gets a demo, and um, SteamWorld Quest gets an update. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, Luke! Hey, listen! This is Frankenstein Gaming from the awesome city of New York, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. Switchcraft is recorded live over on twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. It is your source for all news Nintendo. Uh, tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Rezzed TV. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining us over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. You can leave a voicemail for the show, just like you heard at the beginning, by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail and leave that message from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Before we get started, just a reminder, I will be at DragonCon at the end of the month. If you are going to be in the Georgia area and you want to come to any of the uh, panels that I will be on, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, uh, so make sure that you do. Uh, video killed the radio, I'm sorry, video didn't kill the radio star. Tips for doing an audio podcast on video. Monetization in digital media. Your memories are in another castle, the Nintendo Legacy, uh, Twitch 102, and the Nerdywood Squares. So uh, those are the panels that I will be on at DragonCon. Make sure that you uh, find out more information if you're going to be in the area by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash dragoncon. All right, let's talk about Nintendo. Uh, I want to start by talking about uh, this, the SN30 Pro Plus I got for the Nintendo Switch. It actually works with other... It's a Bluetooth controller, so it'll also work on on a lot of different stuff. But I got it uh, specifically for Switch. It, it says on the back here, it also works with uh, Switch, Mac OS, Steam, Windows, Android, and Raspberry Pi. I may have to try it out on Raspberry Pi and see what I think of it. Uh, I spent the last, I don't know, roughly two hours streaming uh, my first impressions of it on Twitch. So I unboxed it on Twitch and then, uh, the chat went through and they picked games for me to try out with it. I tried games like Super Mario Maker 2, uh, Golf Story. I, I tried Golf Story because we wanted to find out if it had HD rumble. Uh, I also tried to find out if it had HD rumble using Blaster Master Zero because that game really heavily features HD rumble. Um, what else did I try? I tried playing a first-person shooter through Fortnite. I played a little bit of Zelda to check out the gyro controls and see how they were. Uh, I played a bunch of games trying out this controller. And what I have to say is uh, there's some good things and bad things about it. Uh, first off, the good things. This thing is incredibly comfortable. I really... It feels good in the hand. Uh, I also really like... The If you ever had a Super Nintendo controller, uh, what you probably notice is that the Y and X buttons had like a, a dip to them. 
Uh, and the Y and the X buttons have that dip to them on this. And then the B and the A buttons had like a bump to them. And they have that, it, it feels very much like a, a Super Nintendo controller with that. And honestly, I think it feels great. The buttons are awesome. It kind of drives me bananas the way that they wrote A, B, A, B, X, Y on this. And I don't think I can get it to focus. Uh, but there you go, A, B, X, Y. It just looks weird the way uh, the way that it that they did it. Uh, the start and select buttons. If you have heard me talk about the Joy-Cons at all, I'm sure that you've heard me complain about the minus button on the Joy-Con. It's this little tiny hard button, and it's not in the best place to reach. And uh, overall, I hate that button. It's terrible. Uh, this, again, looks just like a Super Nintendo controller, except it's got sticks and uh, little, little wings, grips for you to hold on to. Um, so it's got the start and uh, select or plus and minus buttons in the middle. And this is going to take some getting used to for me. But every time that I reached up to hit the start button... I would keep, I kept, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see what I'm doing, but I kept reaching up and, and pressing just a little bit above where the start button actually is, just out of habit because of where it's located on the Pro Controller. So I kept reaching to that area where it is on the Pro Controller, which is just up into the left of the Y, where uh, on, on the, SN, uh, the SN30 Pro Plus, the start button is just to the left of the Y instead of above and to the left. Uh, you kind of have to reach a little bit further. And I think that this overall would have been better had the start and select buttons been a little closer to the top of the controller and spread out just a little bit more. But then it wouldn't look like a Super Nintendo controller. So I can see why they decided to go uh, that direction with it. Uh, the joysticks, uh, I loaded up Breath of the Wild. I only played Breath of the Wild for a little tiny bit because I did not want to get sucked back into that game. I've got 200 hours in Breath of the Wild and, uh, jumping into that again would have been a huge mistake because that means I wouldn't have finished Fire Emblem, uh, Three Houses, which I'm still playing and having a lot of fun with. Uh, the joysticks, they feel very resistive. Like they are, there's a lot of spring pushing back uh, at me when I am tilting the joysticks much more than my uh, pro controller. However, something to keep in mind, and I don't have another pro controller here to check with, but like this pro controller is, you know, this is, I got this the launch day. I got this the day the Switch came out and I've used it a lot. And I don't know if you guys have this problem. I have this problem. Uh, I mean, it's not really a problem because it doesn't cause a problem. But you can see, like, there's some of this white dust around the sticks. And I, I think that happens because it's rubbing on the sides and it's just kind of wearing it off over time. Um, so I don't know if these used to be springier and just over time they've worn out. But this this definitely has a lot more resistance. Now... One thing that I will say about the SN30 Pro Plus uh, is that it comes with some software that I have not had a chance to install yet, and I will install it on my PC. Oh my gosh. I'll install it on my PC and give you guys more information on the next episode of Switchcraft, but it came with like this little card 
that, that basically says 8-bit dough ultimate software gives you complete control over your controller button mapping and joystick sensitivity trigger sensitivity uh vibration sensitivity macros and profiles uh download it at support.8bitdo.com and that's going to be something that i will do later today or maybe tomorrow and i will talk about what that experience is like um on the switch uh in the future because you can give these sticks make them more sensitive or less sensitive Uh, i was just testing the default out of the box how does it work first off it pairs like that it was super easy to pair all you got to do is hold down the y button and press start and it'll pair to your um to your switch and i guess that uh i i just put the directions away so i'm not going to look right now but i guess you push other buttons and the start button to get it to pair to other things which is kind of cool because that means that i can get this if i can get this does it support ios it says mac os it does not say iOS on here, but uh, iOS uh, 13, which I have uh, installed on my iPad, iOS 13 uh, does support uh, controllers, and that's currently in beta. So I can understand why they wouldn't put iOS on there, but I bet you that iOS will support this, and I will check that and report back to you guys uh, so that we can see uh, what happens with it. Uh, but overall, I, I got to say the sticks feel great. Uh, the triggers feel very, very good. They feel like analog triggers. Even if the Switch doesn't support analog triggers, they feel like analog triggers. And they feel really, really good to pull that trigger. Uh, I, I'm a fan. Uh, I tried it in Tetris 99. And it, it's, it, it worked fine. I, I feel like it worked better than the Pro Controller for Tetris 99. But... I'll say this, um, there's nothing that compares to the Joy-Cons for Tetris 99, in my opinion. That has the best controls for Tetris 99 ever, is the Joy-Con controllers. The the D-pad on the Joy-Con is perfect for Tetris, Uh, and this just felt really weird to me. Uh, I played some platforming games, worked great. Uh, We opened up the the testing software and I spammed the buttons and that, that seemed to work pretty well too. So overall, I would say that this is a pretty damn good controller and I'm going to force myself to use it for the rest of August. I'm not going to use any other controllers for the rest of August, unless I play Tetris 99 and I'll, I'll, I'll use the joy cons for that. But my pro controller is going to sit on the shelf over there and not be used. And I'm going to force myself to use just this and my biggest gripe with it is just it's a different layout and my brain is just having trouble uh, figuring out what exactly I want to uh, I, I want to use. Uh, Fisto in chat says, analog triggers, I'd be interested to see how it does with trials. Well, trials, I, I mean, if it's on the Switch, the Switch doesn't support analog triggers. So these have analog triggers so that when you connect it to other platforms, it'll work. Uh, with the analog triggers, but I uh, like the Switch version. I'm sure is not going to understand anything about um, about analog triggers. Uh, Res D- Res TV says from Eight Bit Do's website, the SN30 Pro Plus features regular rumble v- vibration, not HD rumble, which is what we found out. Because uh, if you don't remember, Golf Story had this cool thing where like when you sunk uh the putt uh it would it would kind of 
feel like the ball was moving in a circle uh, in the controller. It was really, really cool. I mean, hell, the thing would even play music, basically. Um, when I when I sunk the putt, it didn't really do anything. Well, I will say this. When I loaded up Blaster Master, this thing cr- rumbled like crazy, but it's not HD rumble. And I know that there's a lot of people who don't care about HD rumble, but I do. Uh, so that is a that is disappointing that it doesn't have HD rumble. Although I wonder if there's any uh, third-party controllers that have HD rumble on the Switch. I'm not sure. But anyway, that's my first impressions of the SN30 Pro Plus. I like it a lot. I really like the purple buttons because that's the... Uh, uh, that's the uh, Super Nintendo controller that I grew up with. So I'm a fan of this thing, and I'm going to use it for the rest of the month. And my my Pro controller is going to sit on the shelf and not be used, and we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, anyway, if you have picked up the SN30 Pro Plus and and you want to let us know uh, what you think of it, I would love to hear from you. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a message in the comment section down below. And uh, you can also email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to grab a drink of water real quick, and then we're going to talk about Genshin Impact. Oh, no, Mario. We've got to do something. I got it. You help us find Donkey Kong, and we'll help you find Herman. All right, everybody. Genshin Impact is a game that's been in a lot of Nintendo news recently. Uh, I had an email last time that was asking me, what do I think about this game uh, basically ripping off the art style of Breath of the Wild? And so I, I watched some gameplay footage of it, and I'm going to skip ahead. Skipping ahead. There we go. Uh, and sure enough, this game looks like Breath of the Wild uh, as far as its art style. It really looks like Breath of the Wild in its art style. However, the gameplay to me... It, it doesn't feel like Breath of the Wild gameplay. To, to me, the gameplay uh, feels more like um, uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors style gameplay. Because if you look, like there's a lot of enemies that are getting hit by uh, this character here. Uh, right, not, not, not in that uh, picture, but if you're watching the video, you can see a whole bunch of enemies all kind of getting stunned and hit together. And that's something that's very, very reminiscent of Hyrule Warriors or Fire Emblem Warriors or any of the uh, Musou games. And that's that's really what it screams to me. However, the, um, the enemy design, the world design, um, the, the overall art style of the game says, hey, we looked at Breath of the Wild and we said that looks cool and we want to make our game look like that. And people, you know, they asked, does this bother you? And I guess really, it doesn't really bother me. Uh, the game doesn't play like Breath of the Wild. And it, all, right now, all we have to go on is this this video. And uh, I know that there's going to be people who are, I mean, hell, hell there's there's some, some crazy dude uh, took their PS4 and smashed it because they were so angry about this. First off, okay, you know, if you're just going to destroy something, then send me money that it would cost to replace. Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, but I, I I don't know. I, I This doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I it can... Okay, here. 
Westerns. When somebody made a Western, does that mean that we can no longer make Western films? If somebody made um, uh, a fighting game, does that mean we can't make fighting games? Uh, just because if you look at Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter has a very specific art style to it. Does that mean that any of the other uh, other fighting games out there can't use that art style? I, I just find that to be, I don't know. It seems like people are being petty. They're like, only Zelda can look like this. All right, fine, I guess. If if it's really that important to you, then, then that's fine. Uh, but for me, I just don't care. I think that this game actually looks pretty cool, and I'm interested in checking it out. And I guess here's the question. Would I be interested in checking it out if it didn't remind me of Breath of the Wild? And I'm not sure that it would. Like, I don't know if I would. it would have gotten my attention if it didn't have that similar art style to Breath of the Wild. Is somebody going to look at this and confuse it with Breath of the Wild? I don't think so. I don't think so at all because the gameplay feels so different, or at least it looks like it's the, the gameplay is very, very different. Uh, I'm very curious as to what you guys think. Is is the idea of this game looking like Breath of the Wild very upsetting to you? Or do you are you like me where you, you just don't care? Because uh, I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me even a little bit. Um, but I, I would love to hear many reasons, the many reasons why I'm wrong. So if you think I'm wrong, let me know. Uh, in the, in the live chat here, we've got Frankenstein gaming. He says, I could care less. He'd like, they don't care that it's, uh, that it looks, that it looks like breath of the wild. And, and you know what? Neither do I. Um, Fisto says there wasn't much of a backlash from Blossom Tales. That's a great point. Blossom Tales looks and plays very very similar to um uh, a link to the past and if you've never uh if you've never checked out blossom tales it's actually a pretty damn good game and uh you know there's there's a hundred games out there that look like a link to the past and people aren't getting all up in arms about that maybe people are mad because it's just too recent like breath of the wild is only a couple of years old and to make something that looks so similar feels like you're i don't know stepping on some toes but you're not stepping on my toes i'm i'm all i'm all for more games that look beautiful i mean i i don't see why anybody like play the game and check it out maybe it'll be fun and you'll enjoy yourself or don't play the game there's like literally a billion games out there. You can play a you can play a different game every day and never play the same game twice for the rest of your life. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Um, and some of those will be good and some of them will be bad. But you're not going to play the same game twice. And you, there's going to be a lot of games that you end up not playing. So getting upset that this game looks like Breath of the Wild just kind of seems, I don't know. Um, it doesn't make sense to me, but you know what? There's a lot of people who disagree with me on stuff, and that's okay. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to uh, take a look at... Uh, I want to talk just a little tiny bit about Race, Die, Run, Cadence of Hyrule, and uh, SteamWorld Quest. So stick around. Let's hear from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter. 
Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. People in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best games. All right, then they absolutely do have the best games. Now, let's talk about Race Die Run. Race Die Run, I mentioned it last episode, but I I had a lot of fun playing this game. It is a racing game. From from the looks of it, you're like, oh, this is an F-Zero clone. Oh, look, another clone. Should we all be angry? No, I don't think so. Um, but Race Die Run looks like an F-Zero clone. But it doesn't play like an F-Zero clone. This is not a racing game. It is a... You just want to get to the end of this track. And there's going to be stuff in your way. uh, And that stuff that gets in your way is very, very cool. Uh, If you're watching the YouTube video right now, you are seeing uh, some footage from Race Die Run. Let me jump ahead. Uh, and you're driving real fast, and you've got the L and R buttons, which you can hit, which will make you zip back and forth and back and forth, Um, and you just want to get to the end of the track. That's it, and uh, when you die, you respawn almost instantaneously, which is really awesome. I love respawning. I love it when a game lets me respawn incredibly quickly because it gets me right back into the action, and it kind of... Um, it kind of focuses on that loop of one more try. I can do this one more try. I'm just going to do it one more try and maybe I'll get it this time. And when you die again, you're going to like, okay, I'm going to give it one more try. Uh, Misfit in chat says it looks like an infinite runner. And that's a, you know, that, that makes sense, except that it's not infinite. There is an end to the track. Uh, and these are not procedurally generated. These are purposefully generated. Like somebody decided where to put this stuff. Um, but it's very, very fast. And uh, you can use the L and the R buttons to flip your car over back and forth real quick. You also can steer with the uh, joystick. And you can go off jumps. And if you pull back on the joystick, you'll stay airborne for a longer period of time. And if you push forward on the joystick, you'll land faster. Uh, And they have like these items uh, put in uh, that are hard to get to uh, that give you like bonus points or something. Uh, But it's really fun. And and I really enjoyed it. And actually, I'm going to go to Nintendo's website right now and find out how much it is. It comes out today on the Nintendo Switch. And it's coming up right now. For ten bucks, it's ten bucks. I think it's a good deal. I think it's really fun, and I recommend Race Die Run. It's also got a death counter up in the upper left hand corner, which I I love when a game has a death counter in the upper left hand corner because that means I know how exactly how many times I've done this level over and over and over. Uh, if you want to know more about the game, check out my first look over on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Run Jump Stomp. 
Uh, I've got a first look over there. Or you can go to runjumpstomp.com and check out episode 381's show notes. All right. Let's talk about some some uh, updates. Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, I talked about its update where it's got the um, the, the uh, rumble mode where it, it pulses to the beat. I tried it. It's awesome. Uh, but there's also a demo out. So if you don't have Cadence of Hyrule yet, uh, you're in luck. There's now a demo which you can check out. Uh, Nintendo of America tweeted this out. They said, haven't played Cadence of Hyrule Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring The Legend of Zelda yet? Get into the groove and try it out with a funky free demo available to download now on the Nintendo Switch eShop. Uh, it's such an awesome game. It's very, very difficult, though. Uh, and I will say this. Uh, I went to download the demo, which doesn't make any sense because I own it. But I went to verify that the demo was there. And I couldn't find the demo because it wasn't out in America yet. Uh, but it made me want to play the game. So I loaded up the game and I started playing and I was I was playing for a little bit and then my wife came up the stairs and she pokes her head into the office and she goes, that is really good music. And she is absolutely right. The music in this game is phenomenal uh, and it's worth it just to check out the soundtrack alone. It's a really good game. I'm probably about halfway through it. I'm taking my time. I'm in no rush. I'm busy with Fire Emblem right now, but... Uh, if you are on the fence about whether or not you want to pick up Cadence of Hyrule, then you can try it out for free right now over on the Nintendo eShop. Um, SteamWorld Quest. This is another game that I never finished because I don't finish games. I get distracted by by shiny things. Um, but they just put out an update from... This is Image Inform. They're a fantastic uh, publisher uh, and you know, they have a lot of fun, uh, really fun games or developer publisher. I, it doesn't matter. Uh, they, they make great games and the Steamworld games. I am a huge fan of, uh, but there is now a free update to Steamworld quest that includes a new game plus a legend remix mode. I don't really know what the legend remix mode is because I have not finished the game. So I figured why bother with the DLC yet? Uh, it's got a jukebox, so you can check out the music. Uh, the music didn't jump out to me as being amazing or anything, but it was it was passable. And it's got an art gallery, and the art of the game is fantastic, so you definitely want to check that out. Uh, you can download this and more on Switch and PC for free uh, tomorrow, August 8th. And right now, the game is also 20% off for a limited time. If you haven't played Steam World Quest, uh, it's definitely a game that you want to check out if you like uh, turn-based uh, JRPGs. Uh, the way that the game plays is you are moving from... Oh my god, what is this video? I just want to see... Uh, there we go. Uh, you are uh, controlling these robots, and I hate this. this. This video is these guys talking. I wanted to show gameplay, uh, and I guess I'll just close it. Um, you are playing as these robots and a bunch of bad robots came and took all the good robots and stole them someplace. And you are, um, these robots with great intentions, but you are not like the most powerful robots. And so you have to go on a quest to save all of those robots. And, uh, you know, whenever you come into contact with enemies, uh, it, it kind of, does like the Final Fantasy thing where it takes it like uh, switches you to a new screen 
and you've got all of your enemy, all of your characters on one side of the screen, all of the other en- uh, enemies characters on the other side of the screen, and then you use cards to play your abilities. It's a really fun game, and I I highly recommend it, even though I didn't finish it. But me not finishing a game doesn't say anything about that game. It says a lot about me. It's just I, I get distracted by shiny things. And uh, speaking of shiny things, here's something that's sure to not distract me from anything. Um, Nintendo of America also tweeted out, Kung Fu Heroes and Vice Project Doom are coming to the Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, okay, I don't care about this. This is so... Okay, first off, Vice Project Doom looks kind of cool. I've never heard of this game, uh, but it looks kind of cool. Is it is it enough to get me excited to load up my uh, my um, Nintendo Entertainment System on on the Switch? No, it's not. And Kung Fu Heroes just looks awful. I could be wrong. Maybe that's an awesome game, but it just looks boring. Uh, but it, it's the two games that are coming, and I'm sure in addition we will also get. Uh, some game that uh, probably gives us a, an, an XL mode, no, D, uh, not DX, an SP mode. There's probably also an SP mode for some game included, but we don't know what it is. Why Nintendo is picking these two games, I don't understand. And, um, you know, of course, all of the replies to their tweet are, hey, where's our Super Nintendo games? I am going to say this. I'm guessing, guessing, that we're going to get uh, Super Nintendo games in on the anniversary of Nintendo Switch Online, which I think is probably September, I think is when that came out. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I think cool about these games, I guess, it, they're forgettable. I don't care. But uh, we'll probably get more stuff uh, I, next month, I, I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, that we will get Nintendo Switch Online to include Super Nintendo games. Um, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, Nintendo of America also tweeted out that they are hiring. So if you're looking for a job and you want to become a customer business analyst at Nintendo, go to bit.ly slash 31R4HKC. Uh, that is, or you can just follow Nintendo of America, uh, jobs at Nintendo, I'm sorry, at jobs at Nintendo on Twitter. And they are giving you, uh, the link that you got to take to become a customer business analyst for Nintendo. I don't really know what that is, but Hey, you know what? If you are one, then you know, and maybe you can get a job at Nintendo. And then I can say, Hey, somebody at Nintendo listens to my podcast. Uh, All right, real quick before we get out of here, I've got um, an email uh, from Scott the Geek. They said, uh, hey, Bill, I've been camping off the grid. I'm still catching up on podcasts. This is in regards to you saying that the excessive game sizes we are seeing in some games is due to the amount of recorded dialogue. I think you're giving the game developers too much slack here. One gigabyte can store about 16 straight hours of music at typical quality and dialogue could endure even higher compression. I suppose there may be games out there with dozens and dozens of continuous uh, hours of spoken dialogue, but my gut feeling is it's not typically the case since most dialogue snippets only last a few seconds. I don't I do not feel 
that it is in the dialogue bloating these games, but simply lazy developers not using efficient methods for all the other aspects of their game. All right, so first off, you're not wrong that dialogue... um, But Okay, first off, you got to remember that when you play a game... And you pick your choice of what you're going to say to the to the character to the next character. Then one thing that they have to they have to have dialogue recorded for all the different choices that you pick, unless they're clever and just tricking you into thinking that you're making choices. Um, but all the different choices that you pick, they have to have some line of dialogue for that. So even though you're only hearing um, like this this piece of dialogue, they got to have A through E. For each choice. So there's a lot of extra dialogue that we don't hear. Plus, you got to remember there's music and there's a bunch of other stuff. There's all these sound effects and stuff. And all that stuff really does add up to a lot of a lot of storage, especially because a lot of developers, uh, they might not use MP3. They might use waves or something like that. But you are completely correct in the fact that they're probably being lazy about it. And here's why. When I was talking about the spoken dialogue, I was pointing out one way that they could reduce the footprint of their game is to have the dialogue be DLC and just let us read it. That's one way. Um, Something else that happens is a lot of devs, they don't use compression on their textures for the game. And the reason for that is because that means that the CPU of the console has to uncompress the, the texture before they put it up on the screen. And that means that they might have a worse frame rate by by doing that so that they uncom- they leave their their stuff uncompressed in order to keep a better frame rate uh, another thing that happens and i i was reading an article about this is that when they're developing the game nobody really cares how big the game is what they want to focus on is making the game work and then when they get to the end at the very end, especially, and this is definitely true on a game that is ported from the PC to the Switch. Like, they didn't have the Switch in mind when they made this game. And we're, this is in response to DC uh, Universe Online, by the way. Um, uh, when they are making this game, and then they get to the end, and they're finished, and they're like, holy cow, this game is huge. Look at all that stuff we made. This game is absolutely massive. But at that point, they're already in crunch and it's too hard for them to fix it at that point. So what are they going to do? Now, why is it that Nintendo can be so good at keeping their file sizes lower? Well, they tend not to make realistic looking games. And that means that their textures can be simpler. And simpler textures are going to be smaller in footprints. And it, so a lot of it has to do with the art style that Nintendo chooses to employ. Uh, so, you know, games are big and they're big for a reason. Um, my advice to the developers was, you know, have, ha- have a second set of textures that are, uh, lower res have, uh, a, a second, uh, and make the high res textures and the, um, the audio dialogue, make that free DLC so that you can have a smaller, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a smaller footprint on the storage. But then if I have lots of storage, I can download that DLC and fill up my SD card to my heart's content with as much crap as I want. 
Uh, anyway, we're we're already past the half hour mark, so I'm going to wrap up. Uh, if you want to become a part of the community, uh, you can do that by joining us over in the Nerd Nest at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and you can get a hold of me through email, uh, just like Scott the Geek did. Uh, was it Scott the Geek or Steve the Geek? I can't remember now. Uh, Scott the Geek. There we go. I was right the first time. Uh, by emailing me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft if you want to support the show. That would be wonderful. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and help me make more content like this. If you uh, want to... Um, Check out other content like this. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix uh, by Noteblock. It's awesome, and you're awesome. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>